most say looking back is a waste of time and it's what causes depression. I say is the key to the future you have always wanted. Today, we challenge the idea that only forward thinking matters, that you just need to look at today and the future and everything will be all right. Neglect your past and you risk repeating its mistakes. You risk not getting a chance to enjoy the moment and get to the future you have always dreamed of. If you don't look back at what worked, what could be done better, and celebrating all the victories, small or large, how are you supposed to have a clear path to a better future for you and for those that you love? How can you learn? How can you grow? How can you connect the dots between your past, your present, and your future? Steve Jobs said it best. You cannot connect the dots looking forward. You can only connect them looking backwards. And if we look at studies, a Harvard Business School study on reflection and learning found that learning from direct experience is more effective when coupled with reflection. This process of synthesizing, abstracting, and articulating the key lessons from experience not only makes the experience more productive, but also builds confidence in one's ability to achieve goals, translating into higher rates of learning and success. So look at that, looking at your past and learning from it, bringing it to your present will make your future so much better. Hello, I am Konstantin Morun, a neuroencoding and transformational growth specialist. My own journey overcoming a lifelong battle with depression, anxiety, burnout, and the 10 thieves of our dreams, such as procrastination, hesitation, fear of failure, fear of success, fear of rejection, imposter syndrome, self-loathing, self-doubt, stress, and overwhelm, forms the cornerstone of my two plus decades in personal and professional development. The first-hand experience has deeply shaped my approach to empowering others, to empowering you. In my diverse career, I've held numerous leadership and change roles within the corporate and coaching worlds. Combined with my degree in mathematics, I bring to the table a unique blend of practical life strategies and neuropsychological insights. Having guided countless individuals on similar paths, my mission is to empower and guide you in discovering your why, rewiring your brain, and overcoming limiting beliefs to unlock your full potential. As someone who is still on this transformative journey, I warmly invite you to join me in this process of growth and self-discovery. Together, let's embark on this beautiful transformative journey to break free from the barriers holding you back, stepping into a life filled with purpose, fulfillment, abundance, and joy. Now, let me share a personal story with you here about how reflection made its way into my life. You see, on my professional front, I have always been interested in projects, which led me to becoming a project management specialist earlier in my career and eventually get certified in project management. And if you've ever worked in a project that was structured and organized, there's always a piece at the end that some may call it, call it a lessons learned session, or it could be multiple sessions. So you see, in the business world, 
after a project is done, many get together and say, okay, what have we learned from this project? Now, of course, they look at the positives, they look at the negatives, they look at the things that can be improved and so on and so forth. Very often, though, if you look at our personal lives, we don't actually go back and say, you know what, let's do a lessons learned activity on how I did this semester in school, how I did this year, 2023, in my life. Maybe on the financial side, maybe on the relationship side, maybe on the emotional side, so on and so forth. And I was very much the same. I was, I was really good at doing those lessons learned for the various projects I, I ran over the years, but I would only bring certain elements into my personal life. And it wasn't until I started to realize that whenever I was set New Year's resolutions, and we're like just a few weeks away from that, right? Whenever I was set those, they would not be very successful. And there's a lot of studies that show that very few New Year's resolutions actually come through. Why? I have found that one main reason is because we are not clear on where we stand today. And then we have unrealistic expectations and intentions that we don't follow through on. So it all starts with where we are right now. But to understand where we are now, we need to look at the past, right? That's the only the information we have. So we learn from the past so we can do better in the future and have a much better present moment. So back to my story. I looked at, okay, how can I bring this more in my life? And it started initially with my professional life because as part of the work I do, I have to do reviews every two to three times per year. And I'll look back and say, well, how, what have I accomplished? And there's different categories and whatnot. But then I realized that again, I wasn't doing this in my life. And those reviews, when I was doing it for my, let's call it performance review with my manager and their manager, it was all about looking back, but not with a negative lens. And what I mean by, the neg by a negative lens is not looking back to find mistakes, to dwell on them, to beat ourselves up, or all the things that come up for most of us when we look back. But rather, we look back for other reasons. For example, we look back to understand what went well, to celebrate what went well, because you know what? Most of us don't celebrate enough or even at all. And then we look back to see what can be done better next time. We don't look back and say, ah, oh, you know, I wish I would have done this, beat myself up now because I'm not good enough, start having regret and all that stuff. No, it's about saying, you know what? Yeah, next time when this situation comes up or this project comes up, I can do this better because now I know more. Now I know that didn't work. So see, it's about learning, 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 celebrating, and then looking for opportunities to grow. Isn't that magical? And that's what I did. I brought it to all aspects of my life. But it wasn't just one big change I made in life. Because you and I both know the big changes don't happen all of a sudden, right? Small changes usually lead up to a much bigger change. So I first brought it into my financial aspect of my life. I brought it into my relationships, my spiritual side, the emotional side. And all of a sudden, I was doing inventory across many key areas of my life. So now you may be thinking that reflection is just rehashing the past and it's not productive. Or perhaps you are worried that you don't have time to reflect on your past or even just your last year. Maybe you've tried before and found it uncomfortable and painful. Or you might not see how reflecting on the past will help you 
with your future. Some of you may feel lost about where to start, question the necessity of reflection, as you can change the past, or even think that you already know what happened, so why rethink it? The good news though, you are not alone. You see, I understand how you feel as I've been there myself. I appreciate that there is doubt and concern that it may not work or it may be too painful because after all, no one teaches us this growing up in school, in our professional lives. It's up to us to find the right mentors and coaches and find this information in our life. And I'm here to tell you that doing something like this in your life will have amazingly beautiful ripple effects across your entire life. I too didn't think that reflection was that important or that I had time to do reflection, right? After all, we're all so busy. We have jobs and we have family and we have desires to have time for ourselves and do things that we like. So why should we spend time on reflection? I, I, I was there with you, had the same doubts. Yet I stand in front of you to tell you that you know what? Yes. While I can appreciate those doubts, I can understand them. I even agree with most of them. It doesn't mean it has to be that way. Right? So let's look at another research really quick to shed some light on what this can bring to you. So Australian researchers recruited 300 young adults to spend five minutes only. So just five minutes reflecting on a particular memory from one of four different categories. Problem solving, so a time when you successfully dealt with a challenge. Identity was the second one, which is an experience that shaped the person you are today. Bitterness, a negative event involving conflict, disappointment in yourself or regret. And then the last group was the control group, which is any memory that comes to mind. Good, bad, whatever label you wanna put on it, that's what you'd get. So now, they looked at those four categories and then, of course, ran the study. And here's what they found. And I'll skip, of course, over the many details which you can find online. But while the bitterness group and the control group, so the ones that picked whatever they wanted, showed no really significant changes, thinking about a problem-solving scenario or an identity-related memory increased participants' self-esteem self-efficacy, and a sense of meaning in life. Sense of meaning in life. Remember we talked about the why and how to find how to find more meaning and purpose in life and how it all starts with looking back? Well, this research goes to show that that's actually what happens. Now, those who reflected on problem solving reported decreased negative emotion. Let this sink in. Now, of course, later in the episode, I will share with you some strategies and steps on how to begin this process of reflection. Stuff that worked for me and still works to this day. Exercises I do with my clients when we jump into a coaching or mentorship program and everything I recommend to other people in my life. And as I mentioned earlier, it's very, very important to stress this point again. Reflecting is not about finding the flaws failures and negatives in what has happened in your life. Because you see, you have your trauma, I have mine, and then everyone else has theirs. And that all happened in the past, right? And we often beat ourselves up and allow that to influence our life. But it doesn't have to be very traumatic for it to have a big impact on our life. It could be the way our boss talks to us, 
or the way one of the, our coworkers does something or the way our friend said something many, many years ago. So really it's about first looking at the amazing things you've accomplished and learned, then celebrating them. Now, when I say amazing things, I mean, again, it could be a tough scenario. You may have lost someone close to you. Either they broke up with you, they passed away, or they moved away. Well, of course, that's for the most part fairly negative, but there's always positive sides to it. So when you reflect on something, you can always look at both sides or only one of the sides. And most of us, unfortunately, look at the negative first and only focus on the negative. So while I emphasize is that reflecting is about all of it, look at it holistically, and then focusing on the positives, celebrating all those small wins you've had in there, because you know what? Most of us celebrate the big achievements, the promotion that happens every few years at best, the big increase in salaries or a bonus. Instead of looking at everything else that we achieved in a given day, in a given week, in a given year. And of course, then comes the point where you're like, okay, you know what? I've done all these great things, but there is room for improvement. What can I do better next time? And then you can look at that. And it's again, not about beating yourself up, bringing regret up or any form of negative emotion that we do in the past. And some will creep up. And as you get to watch more of the videos that we put together here and or maybe work with me, we'll see how we can actually stop those negative thoughts from coming up. And if they do come up, which of course, sometimes they do anyway, how to interrupt them and replace them with positive thoughts. Now I'd like to delve deeper a bit into what I personally do when it comes to reflection and also what I have all my clients do before they start working with me. You see, there are five key areas of our life that I encourage everyone to look at. And the way I start with my clients is that I ask them to share their five-year vision across five different areas of our life. The physical side of things, the financial side of things, the emotional side of things, the spiritual side, and of course, the relationship side. Now, once we have an idea where we want to be in five years from now, well, we need to figure out how to get there. So to figure out how to get there, now let's take a look at where we are today. And to understand where we are today, we need to reflect how we got here. You could reflect on the last few months, the last year, or your entire life. So the physical side of things, it's about assessing your physical health and lifestyle changes over the course of the year, for example, or the course of your lifetime. You can consider achievements, challenges, and areas for improvement, as we mentioned earlier, right? On the financial side of things, it's about reviewing your financial goals, your spending habits, savings and investment, and any strategies you have revolving around financial side. And of course, you can reflect on financial stability and growth. On the spiritual side of things, it's about reflecting on your own unique personal spiritual growth and development. This could involve mindfulness practices, connection to nature, or religious engagements. On the emotional side, it's about assessing your emotional well-being. Reflect on how you have managed stress, overwhelm, self-doubt, changes in your emotional resilience, and growth in self-awareness, among many, many other things. And lastly, with relationships, it's about reflection on your relationships with your family, 
with your friends, with your colleagues, with your managers, with people that you don't even know. Like when you go shopping, when you drive on the street, consider improvements, challenges faced and lessons learned. So now that you've done this inventory, based on what you've done in the past and where you are today, you can now connect the dots between your past, your present and the future and find ways to get your desired vision, goal, objectives a lot quicker because you can be much more realistic on where you want to go and how to get there. Now, I know everything I've said so far sounds easy, right? But you may feel that you could struggle with this. You may feel like you want some accountability, someone to help you. Well, that's where I come in. If you want someone in your corner that will guide you, support you, empower you and inspire you on this journey, then send me a message. You can reach me at Constantine at UnleashThyself.com or find me on social media and let's work together. I can help you get to your destination faster. Now that we've talked about some of the things that we have discovered and how you can go about doing this, let's actually be more practical even and take a look at some strategies that work really well. So first of all, if you've been with me for a while and you've seen my videos, you know I talk a lot about journaling. Well, when you look back at your past, I highly, highly recommend writing it down. So that could be journaling. And again, I'm not talking about writing it on the computer or your phone. Ideally, you take a piece of paper, a book if you could, a booklet, a journal, a pen, and you write them down. And there's a lot of research that shows that what you write down, you actually absorb a lot more. And as one of my mentors says, what you write down, you invite. Now, as I said, there are those five areas that I recommended earlier. To start with memories, maybe because we're moving into the new year now, let's do a reflection on the last year alone. Let's keep it simple. Where are you now? And what have you done over the last year in your financial area, emotional area, physical area, spiritual area, and relationships? But it's just as simple. And if you have a therapist that you work with, and I know many of us do, me included, this is something that you can bring up to the therapist to talk to about. And if you have a coach or a mentor, again, I, I have plenty in my life. I actually do this exercise with quite a few of them. Of course, this is a very personal exercise. It's about you reflecting on your past in as much positive light as you can. It doesn't mean you're ignoring the negatives, but the negatives can be flipped into positives and can be reflected on. And I, I believe it would be important if I gave you another example from my own life, where I had a pretty painful experience and my default back in the day was to simply bury down those emotions and not think about it anymore. And of course, like it happens in life, those things that we bury down, those things that we don't want to talk about, they come up, right? And then you bury them again and they come up. And then what happens when you keep burying things down? Think about a volcano or a mythical creature like a dragon. It's going to explode at some point, and then it's not going to be good for you and most of those around you. So, of course, I had many of those moments, many of those memories that would come back up, and I was so quick to just bury them down, bury them down, because I didn't want to feel that dread. I didn't want to feel that anxiety, that, that trauma, that cringe moment, as I call it. But what I've come to realize is that those moments and those memories in that example for, come up because 
is the reason that there's a lesson that I didn't take. So when I actually allowed them to come up, explored the emotions attached to it, I got to heal that part of me because I looked and said, okay, why is this coming up? Why did I do in this scenario? I started looking at the positives and I started looking, okay, so what can I do better? What can I learn from this? What can I do better next time? And that's what got me to not only heal that part of me, but now those memories that were negative and very, very painful, I can look back with pride that, you know what? I've conquered them. They're no longer controlling me and I can move on and not be impacted by them. Now, was it painful in the process? Of course. Was it tough? Absolutely. But so, so, so worth it. And if I were to remind you about a study from Harvard, right? It's about how reflections help us in understanding past experiences to avoid future mistakes. Because you see, a lot of us repeat the same steps over and over and expect different results, right? Einstein has said that the definition of insanity is doing the same thing over and over and expecting different results. Yet most of us are guilty of doing something like that in one area or many areas of our life. So that Harvard Business Study that I mentioned earlier found that learning from direct experience is much more efficient when combined with reflection. What I'd like to encourage you to do as you prepare yourself for the new year, a lot of you will want to set up intentions, and New Year's resolutions. But first, start with an inventory of where you are by looking at what you've done in the last year. Take a small step. Maybe take one area of those five I mentioned, right? Maybe take your emotional area. See how you can reflect on that. Or if that's too painful, maybe start with something that's less painful. Maybe your physical pillar or your financial pillar, or maybe the relationships one is the best for you. Now, no one else knows your life and your story better than you do. So you can be the judge and say, you know what, this is an easy area I can start in. It's all about taking one small action towards the goals you want. And as you take one step, so should you take a second one. And I want to remind you something that a lot of you may have not heard me say yet. If you want better outcomes, well, you got to do things differently, right? Which means you have to take different actions. But if you want different actions, you have to have better feelings. Because you see, feelings are what lead to actions. And then, if I want to have better feelings, I can't just create them out of thin air. They start with the thoughts I have. And the thoughts I have are manipulated or impacted or touched by my environment, the people I spend time with, the content I consume, the job I work at, and so on and so forth. So what I'm trying to say is that your thoughts lead to your feelings. Your feelings lead to your actions, and your actions lead to what you have. So if I have a negative thought about myself, those around me, or the world at large, that's going to turn into a negative feeling. And I'll give you an example from my life. If I have a thought that I'm a procrastinator or that I'm stupid or that I'm not good enough, I mean, none of those thoughts will lead to a positive feeling, right? It's going to be followed by some negative feeling. So I have this negative thought, I have this negative feeling, and that's going to lead me to take a negative action. And keep in mind, inaction is also 
just an action because if you decide to do nothing, well, that's an action. You, you decide to do nothing. And then depending on what action you took, you're going to have a result. So if I had a negative thought, which led to a negative feeling, which led to a negative action, well, guess what I'm going to have in my life? Something I don't really want or need in my life. If you found value in today's episode, I'd be extremely grateful if you could take a moment to subscribe, like, comment, rate, and review Unleash Thyself on YouTube or your preferred podcast platform. Your support helps us grow and reach more people on their unique journeys so they too can transform. This is Constantine Moroon, your companion on this voyage towards empowerment, reminding you that no one, and I mean no one, is more capable and has more knowledge to save you and take you to the next level than you do. Continue the journey to know thyself so you can unleash thyself. And as always, we cannot do it alone. So let's do it together. Thank you.